to The Innermost Ramblings of Fiona, a podcast. I'm Fiona, surprise, surprise, and this is a space where I've decided to release some of the things that come from my innermost parts, my my ramblings, um, as a podcast. Um, it's been born from this space of discovering that I really like being out of voice memo that a lot of the time I don't know my experience until I can talk about it and then as I speak I'm like wow there's a lot of truth in that wow that was really pivotal for me wow um and yeah I, I want to share that with the world um I th- there's multiple reasons that I've started this podcast and um yeah, that's one of them. The connection piece that um, voice memos allows me to have with other people um, on a personal level. Um, and now I'm wanting to release that um, at another level <laughs> as a podcast. Um, and also um, attending 12 steps and just the, the sharing of experience, strength and hope as people share unedited um, has been really really helpful for me because I just learn so much from listening to people talk about their experience Um, I can identify myself in that experience and learn from them Um, and again other podcasts that do the same thing where I just listen to someone's experience and I'm like wow I am taking so much away from someone else sharing honestly where they are and how they experience the world um, what their truth is maybe it's not my truth but I can then work out what my truth is so Welcome to this podcast as I um, ramble and I hope that it is something, a place that you can find uh, yourself in, um, even if not in my experiences, but um, start to work out your own truth. Um, Thank you for joining me. May you enjoy. From my heart to yours. A disclaimer about today's podcast. I have been very apprehensive about releasing it. I recorded it over a week ago and I've listened to it a couple of times and just been like, oh my freaking goodness, what am I doing? Um, I am terrified of judgment and that just tells me that I'm still judging myself a lot. Um, I'm terrified. I'm apprehensive and uncomfortable, I think, more than terrified, but like... What happens if people I know listen to me and then see me interacting with food? Like that's this this projection that I have um, that I need to protect myself somehow. But I, I know from past experience that when I start wrapping words around things, that's when the shift changes. That, that's when the shifts happen. That's, that's when change is allowed in. Um, when I start speaking about it and, and acknowledging to, to myself, there's a, there's a point in this podcast where I'm like, I've never admitted this out loud to anyone. Hang on, I've never fully let this into myself as an acknowledgement. I've never admitted it to myself. Um, so you get to witness that, that moment of like, wow, this is a thing. Um, yeah, so I am releasing this with (laughs) quite a bit of trepidation but also just this like this is part of the healing process this is part of my journey 
Um, if you choose to listen, good for you. <laughs> um, again, this is for me as much as for the world. Um, so thank you. I also mentioned autism in passing and feel like I didn't do heaps of justice to that um, topic. So I will do a, I think I will do an entire episode on autism um, at some point. Well, this is where the rubber meets the road, I suppose. I'm terrified of being honest about how I feel, how I experience the world. Um, I tell myself I shouldn't feel the way that I feel a lot of the time. It's really windy, so I'm hoping this recording is good. Um, <sighs> landing. How do I feel? I feel like... I feel like I have been avoiding myself all day. I also feel like I'm waiting for something. Something outside of myself to pass. And that's... That is how anxiety shows up for me a lot of the time. Like, I just get so focused on outside. Um, my energy is all outside of me. My energy is very scattered. Um, (sighs) I signed up to do this challenge. Um, five-day detox challenge from dieting culture. Um... With Colleen from the Society, and oh, it is bringing up a lot of stuff, man. Um, I've never said this out loud. No. Okay, I'll say what I was going to say. I've never said this out loud to anyone. I've spent a lot of time denying this to myself. Um, denying the fact that food is a constant point of struggle and stress and anxiety for me, um, which is then tied up in how I look in my body, um, and I don't want to admit any of that, but the only way to heal from it is to let it fully into my body and acknowledge that I have been underfeeding myself for possibly all my life. Um, I like I like the feeling of being a little empty. However, it has got to a point where my health my health is deteriorating. I read a study that was done around um, the. They did a study on, like, starvation and what it does to the body. So there was, like, these healthy men and they came in and they were just... They tracked their health and stuff. Um, They had to be fit and healthy and mentally healthy. Um, And at the end of that, they... Um, so at a period of time, sorry, where they just tracked 
what they did and how they came and went and lived their daily life. Um, after that, they um, halved the amount of food that they were taking, like the calories that they were consuming. And I think they did that for like eight weeks, two months. And then there was a refeeding and they watched what happened. And it affected them. And like they became scarce. There was a scarcity mindset that entered. Um, They were protective of their food. They got paranoid about wasting food. Like these are all things that I really struggle with um there's just never enough um I imposed the restriction on myself and I I'm obsessed with concentration camps with the wars and I don't really understand why I think possibly past life stuff or I don't know I just there is something like I'm always reading a book about the war <laughs> um, or I have been I for the last couple years actually um, it just fascinates me I, I, I and I wonder if that's I don't know I've often looked at my body and thought Ugh, you look like you came out of a concentration camp and yet there's this element of like wanting to look like that and I don't understand that um but just to understand what starvation does like it drives drives me to act in ways that I don't have control over because my body is trying to just get the nutrients that she needs to survive to live and I live in survival mode all the time and I just wonder if that's it. Um, The thing that has drawn me to... Sorry, I'm going to finish that thought. Um, If that's what is actually causing survival mode for me, like not enough nutrients to fuel my body and function. Like I'm just always getting by. Um, And I... Like, one of the things is being teary all the time. That's me. (laughs) Um, I can't seem to cope. I find relationships really difficult. I don't know what to say. Concentration's very difficult. Like, all these things that I'm like... I've had chronic fatigue for the last 10 years. But maybe I've just not been feeding myself enough food. Like, how simple is that? And yet, it's not as simple as like, okay, we'll just eat. Eat. Just eat. Um, the reason I've come to this place is because I want to live in my body intuitively. Like I want, I want to do what feels good. And for so long that didn't even make sense to me because I had no concept and I started to feel that. I started to feel what it's like to live in my body and have all my energy inside of my body not outside and floofing around everywhere um or up in my head um 
I want to live intuitively. I want to live primally. I want to live. And I, I think I am in part like this primal need for food. And I hate and shame my body for it. Like I, I'm almost, I've demonized my hunger. It's like hunger is the enemy. Um, it's an inconvenience to be hungry. Which is hard to admit actually but also so like yeah that is how I live no wonder I'm so thingy like toey around food um and it feels good to actually admit all of that out loud to myself and I'm going one step further in one fast sweep um it's kind of like I mean this is how I voice moment myself so all of a sudden I'm just releasing it to everyone else um <laughs> kind of being like no one's really gonna listen <laughs> um yeah anyway back to this intuitive living like i want to learn to eat intuitively um to to feed my body intuitively but i have repressed my hunger and full signals for so long. I don't know what they feel like unless I'm really, 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 really hungry or over full. And that's going to take some time to get to know. But there's this knowing, there's this knowing in me that this, this coming home to my body that I desire, like with all of my being that I am drawn to, that my soul came here to like she she chose this body i chose this body we chose this journey and this is part of my embodiment this is part of learning to love this vessel that i'm in um no matter how she looks no matter how she feels no matter what she's eaten or hasn't eaten in a day um <sighs> oh <sighs> 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 I know without a shadow of a doubt that for now this is this is what it is to be intuitive to learn to be intuitive like I it's the same thing as as trusting my intuition on which person I want to be friends with which person I don't want to be friends with which energy like what feels good what feels good to do with my time what feel like it's all the same thing and this is this is the place that's drawing the most energy away from me um so it's also the place that I need to lovingly focus the most energy on (laughs) um (sighs) I make a lot of noise that isn't words that aren't words um because <sighs> I know that that helps <laughs> but it's not usual or it hasn't been in my experience with people that I've talked to um that is a side note anyway that brings me to this other thought about like <sighs> let's just jump right in right now um I was diagnosed with autism in October last year and I haven't really haven't really made that a thing 
mostly lately. Um, I'm still kind of processing it, but I just wonder if a lot of that is like my struggle with relationships and not understanding how they work and always being overthinking. I think some of that might be this scarcity mode that I live in, like, well, one, not trusting that people would like me, for me, um, if I don't have anything to say, um, I don't, don't always follow social cues, or I don't get, like, the the thing of conversation I can monologue quite well <laughs> which is very typical of a an autistic person but um yeah I just wonder how much more like I'm working on communication tools and authentic relating um but I just wonder how much how much have I stolen from myself by not feeding myself <laughs> um yeah. <sighs> and I feel like that's that's where it's at today. Like I'm I'm uber thankful for this group, um, this Facebook group where everyone's just sharing it how it is. And I'm not the only one who struggled with these patterns around food with these relationships to food and to my body um yeah like I said I just I know that I know that as I heal this relationship and refeed myself um like that could take months to get my body into a place where she trusts that I'm not gonna restrict that we're not going into famine again um, like I've always prided myself on self-control but I'm so over-controlling and I, I think that shows up in every area of my life um, so I think even just this podcast and trusting that me rambling and not editing a thing is okay is enough um, is what I need is is what the world is gonna appreciate from me um this authentic expression thing that when I let go of control I'm not so exhausted like when I let go I'm free (sighs) and I didn't I didn't realise how many places I'm holding on and it's like slowly unravelling I'm seeing more and more places and yeah honestly the last couple days have just been like with Colleen sharing stuff and others sharing stuff and me being like oh wow me too I do that too wow I see that in myself wow I do this that's the first part of healing (laughs) very uncomfortable part because now I can see clearly but it also is like okay I don't want to live like this anymore my controlling is killing me and isolating me and yeah
And I think that is me done for now. Um, I don't know how to finish this. I just wanted to get really concise with some of the things that I identified as my in my own behaviours around um, the way that I interact with food as a result of reading the starvation experiment report um, and how the participants' behaviour changed and me being like, oh, wow, that's something I definitely relate to. Um, one of the biggest ones that surprised me but is definitely a massive part of my behaviour is... Um, recipe books and reading recipe books for pleasure um, collecting them like apparently one person collected over a hundred recipe books during the time that this was going this research was going on and hadn't really had an interest in in recipes before and it's definitely something like I'm always uh, looking for new recipes and I do cook quite intuitively and enjoy it but there's an added like layer of obsession I think that's come from not feeding myself well um noticing that i don't know what my hunger and full cues are um and so i'll often eat past um fullness because my body just simply doesn't trust me when i'm like trust that i'm gonna feed her or know that i'm gonna feed her when she's hungry next um there's this like panic around food that I'm going to miss out um being overly protective and um my whole day being centered around like what time I need to eat or having rules about what time I should eat um which is being born partly from culture partly from the fact that I don't know my hunger cues and so I'm like well I just will always eat at this time during the day um and yeah just being overly controlling overly uh, focused on food um, they mentioned that like people that participated in this changed their whole life path to become chefs or become involved in the food industry in one way or another whereas before they weren't interested because it's such a preoccupation um, even if subconsciously um, and just the inability to concentrate um, on anything other than food like noticing how often now that I've been paying attention for a couple of weeks um like it's it's almost like I'm trying not to pay attention to food and that beca becomes becomes a subconscious thing that I'm doing instead um yeah definitely uncomfortable to um observe in myself um There's a, I think I mentioned this, but there's a distaste or a, an uncomfortableness about uh, wasting food, um, bringing, bringing the length of time, like ex expanding the length of time that a meal would take. So it might take uh, minutes to eat food and um, I would want to um, like draw it out as as much as possible um i also really like to use spices and salts and like flavors to enhance the meal 
um, which was another thing that came up. Um, and there's a, there was a definite shift in the participants around their um, introverted, extroverted experiences. So many that were extroverted became introverted. Um, there was an increase in, in anxiety um, and just like to look at all of this and see the damage that not feeding myself has done potentially um, is huge. So I just wanted to acknowledge that and kind of list that out f with a bit more clarity for myself um, so I can hear it spoken. Um, but also, yeah, if you're interested to read that report, um, I'd highly recommend it. It's very, very interesting what not getting enough food can do to one. Well, there you have it. Another episode of the innermost ramblings of Fiona. Thanks for coming along for the ride and listening to things that are dear to me close to my heart sometimes uncomfortable to share um i hope there's been something that you could identify and take away um or that you just got to know me a little better um if you would like to find me i am on instagram at i am underscore embodied expression or i am fiona double underscore um or you can email me or you can download the anchor app um and voice memo me which is kind of exciting. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I'll leave it there. May you have a good evening, morning, day. From my heart to yours. Ashe.